Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The Saudi Arabia fallout continues this morning. Plus, Joey Mercury has a lot to say about Ring of Honor and two massive returns in New Japan. For Monday, November the 4th, 2019, this is your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. So the fallout from Saudi Arabia continues in the WWE this morning. Just to bring you up to speed in case you've missed this, the WWE superstars were meant to fly out from Saudi Arabia after Crown Jewel on Thursday night. The majority didn't end up leaving until the early hours of Saturday morning. Now, the official press statement from the WWE was this was down to mechanical issues. Uh, this story, when this, when this came out, Dave Meltzer tweeted that one person in the company said WWE is trying to get video from as much talent as possible to claim mechanical issues on the plane were the problem. Just the fact that they would do this seems very strange. This was also corroborated by Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful. Uh, later on that night, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez released a brand new Wrestling Observer radio that shone quite uh, a light on what exactly went down in Saudi Arabia so just a few cliff notes from Wrestling Observer Radio. WWE had not been paid for Super Showdown as of the 30th of September. During the investors call several hours before Crown Jewel, it was announced that the WWE had received $60 million. Talent was apparently made aware that money was indeed owed. Crown Jewel was supposed to air live in Saudi Arabia. However, it didn't. Dave Meltzer said that Vince McMahon was not allowing it to be televised, but there was eventually a settlement and the show aired in the country on a 40-minute tape delay. Talent was told about a mechanical failure on their plane. Most of the wrestlers do not believe that. Some of them noting that the presence of military police was quite a concern. Uh, some wonder why it took 24 hours to get out and why they weren't rerouted to another flight because delays on flights happen when you're a touring company. This one just felt a bit peculiar. The plane that ultimately took them home was delayed an additional 90 minutes as well. Uh, it was meant to depart at 3 a.m. local time on Saturday morning. Uh, ended up leaving at around about 4.30 a.m. Now, some of those who have reached out to Dave Melso have also said that they have plans to never go back to Saudi Arabia. And some of them, in the heat of the moment emotionally, said that they cannot wait to get out of the WWE. People are upset that Vince McMahon left as early as he did as well. Vince McMahon, along with Kevin Dunn and their staff, left as soon as the show 
finished. Uh, a few others that got out before all of this kicked off included Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, Ric Flair and Tyson Fury. Cain Velasquez stayed in Saudi Arabia with the rest of the crew, we understand. Uh, we don't know whether Vince McMahon left before knowing there were issues. Uh, we don't know at this point. Uh, a lot of wrestlers, however, who reached out to Dave Meltzer feel like McMahon deserted them. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman weren't scheduled for SmackDown. They were placed on the show uh, to add to the show itself because you know the, the distinct lack of the SmackDown roster meant they had to put some people on the show. So Brock Lesnar, along with the NXT guys, were added to that show. And as I say, we'll get into that Friday Night SmackDown show in a little while. Dave Meltzer said, this is the WWE that has 175 people on a show that makes millions and millions of dollars. And it's impossible for me to believe that there couldn't be a way to fly commercial and get the guys on a plane somewhere to Europe and get them out as opposed to waiting a day. Since Saturday night, AJ Styles has had a chat about this. He was on Mixer his live stream gaming channel uh, just a few hours ago. Uh, he said there was an unspecified issue with the plane and they were originally not allowed to board. There was something to do with paperwork, he understands. He also said that they called for a refueling service, but the servicemen, they were told, had gone home for the evening. And by the time this was sorted out, the pilots were no longer cleared to fly because their shift had timed out. So they were asked to stay in the hotel for an additional night. Uh, AJ Styles says there were no guns. There was nothing crazy like that. It wasn't a hostage situation. He said his wife even called, worried about some of the rumors. So he had to put them to rest. Uh, once... They finally got on the second flight home. One of the pilots sat with them in the cabin and explained that there was some kind of service issue. AJ Styles says he's not sure what happened with Vince McMahon and the Royal Prince, and it's not his job to speculate. He just wants to go to work and do the best job he can. He's angry that he missed his son's wrestling match, but he's otherwise very happy to be home. And as we say, WWE are looking for uh, their wrestlers to tweet out photos and videos that sort of corroborate the press release that say that there were mechanical issues on the flight. Rusev tweeting out, at this point in time, we need all the prayers, brother. And the Usos even tweeting, welcome back to the States, homies. Be safe out there. Nobody knows the real hustle. Hashtag workhorses. No doubt more to come from this story. And as soon as we know more, you will know more as well. Joey Mercury was in the news over the weekend as well. He left Ring of Honor on Thursday, very suddenly. And it was understood that he would be no longer part of the company until the end of his contract. So he'd sort of sit out the end of his contract. I think we call that gardening leave in the UK. I don't know whether you call it something different around the world. Um, but there were some concerns that there may have been something more untoward here. It did seem very strange how he was all of a sudden pulled from his job. Joey Mercury took to Twitter on Friday morning and shared a lot of screenshots of text messages and a lot of personal stories about his time at Ring of Honor that really, really uh, run the company down. Uh, in particular, the general manager of Ring of Honor, Greg Gilliland. Um, there's a lot to unpack here from a whole lot of tweets from Joey Mercury. So the, the main issues that he had was with the way the company was run behind the scenes. He talks about a lack of security at Ring of Honor events, discussing uh, an issue that took place in California between Bully Ray, Velvet Sky, and a fan, a lack of medical staff, 
at shows. He talked about how Jay Lethal broke his arm in England and uh, Greg Gilliland sort of left him to his own devices and they had and there was there was no sort of care and due diligence uh, once Jay Lethal broke his arm. In a similar incident, uh, Joey Mercury recants uh, having to pop Flip Gordon's dislocated elbow back in along with Brody King and Bandido as a result of a lack of medical staff. Alex Shelley uh, is also one of the wrestlers who was on hand up until recently to help with medical issues, a distinct lack of actual medical staff. There was no concussion protocol within Ring of Honor. There is no concussion protocol within Ring of Honor. This was something else that Joey Mercury brought up, uh, which meant that Kelly Klein had to work in South Africa with a brain injury. Uh, bad communication between talent and the office as well. Joey Mercury talked about how he got into a lot of trouble for letting Shane Taylor know that his contract was not being renewed with Ring of Honor. It was set to expire at the end of the year, so he was going to be unemployed. And Joey Mercury took umbrage with the fact that, hang on, we're going to leave this guy unemployed come January and we're not going to tell him. So he, he, he took the company to task on that as well. Uh, one of the big themes across these tweets is that Joey Mercury isn't just coming forward to defend himself against Gilliland's accusations of being let go for drug use, which was uh, certainly something that was in the rumor mill before Joey Mercury went to task, but he also wanted to protect the family that is the Ring of Honor. <clears throat> he also wanted to protect the guys in Ring of Honor as well. Uh, Joey Mercury tweeted, I chose unemployment over doing the only thing I've ever done or loved doing, and I have zero bridges or offers. I just can't work for someone who knows naught of the matter at hand but makes decisions but isn't vigilant enough to not be there when one of ours is hurt. A few of the wrestlers have spoke out after Joey Mercury's uh, comments. Kelly Klein tweeted out to say, I'm scared I will get in trouble for saying something in public about it, but the reports I've seen are wrong. He is the best coach I ever had. I partly stayed there so I could keep learning from him. He looked out for us and he tried to make it better. BJ Whitmer, who used to work for Ring of Honor, has said from someone that actually worked in that office with Greg Gilliland, everything Joey is saying is 100% true. Ring of Honor has yet to make a statement on the comments of Joey Mercury. Survivor Series! You want to pick a fight with us? Raw, SmackDown versus NXT. Well, if we're gonna have a fight, then I'm gonna need an army. What do you do when you want to build an army? You look to your blood. You look to your family and you build an army for a fight. This is our army. This is our fight. This is our ring and it's Survivor Series. Know what you're getting into. We have now fired the first shot. Raw, SmackDown. Let's see what you got. Just remember one thing. We are NXT. Back to WWE and Friday Night SmackDown's ratings are back up at a more promising number. 
after that week on FS1, which was very alarming. Uh, SmackDown drew 2.543 million viewers, according to The Wrap. Uh, this was a very much thrown-together episode of Friday Night SmackDown once it was evident that the SmackDown guys wouldn't be back in time for the show. Uh, NXT superstars were drafted in. Some of Most of the NXT stars didn't get into the venue until five minutes before the show started. They had a police escort from the airport in order to get them there on time. Uh, Brock Lesnar was brought into this show. Wasn't meant to be on this episode of SmackDown. He was meant to be turning up on Raw tonight. As a result of this, Monday Night Raw is being uh, extensively rewritten because the stuff they were going to use for Raw, they used on SmackDown. And we saw a great showcase of the NXT roster as well, including an incredible main event between Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. And at the end of the night, Triple H leads the NXT guys out and they set up Survivor Series to say that, to, to make it Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. So considering the fact that this was so thrown together at the very last minute, so many of their big names were abroad, uh, they managed to put on uh, an incredible show. And we do believe this is why uh, we still haven't got a preview of tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw because I, from what I believe, what I've heard, uh, Brock Lesnar was meant to be a part of uh, Monday Night Raw tonight to make the announcement that he was leaving SmackDown. He was meant to do that on Raw, basically. Wouldn't surprise me if this NXT invasion was supposed to happen on Raw as well, but needs must. But a healthy figure for the SmackDown show, slightly healthier at least. I mean, they they still need to be higher into the sort of the three, four million number, I do believe, on a regular basis. And a great showing for the NXT guys as well. Cody Rhodes spoke to ESPN Radio about Seth Rollins and the comments he made about AEW being minor league. Seth, uh, Cody said, Seth is super talented. I had his first dark match in WWE. He is a unique soul. He works his ass off when a lot of people in that company just collect checks. I don't take it personally. That's just part of wrestling. Some signings backstage for the WWE. Uh, we mentioned uh, on the news over the weekend that uh, former WWE Intercontinental Champion Lance Storm has announced he'll be returning to WWE as a producer. Uh, his Storm Wrestling Academy is closing its doors, and once it does, Storm will report for duty with the WWE. And the artist formerly known as Ace Steel, a.k.a. Christopher Guy, uh, is joining the WWE's Performance Center as a coach as well. Uh, Christopher Guy is the chap that trained CM Punk and Colt Cabana. Uh, WWE wanted to hire Guy for quite a while now. He really made an impression as a guest trainer some while ago. He's worked for Pro Wrestling Noah, Impact, Ring of Honor. He's been all over the shop. He had a WWE development deal as well for a while. He actually played Donald Trump on that episode of Monday Night Raw where they did Trump versus O'Donnell. That was a steal. That was Christopher Guy, a well-traveled veteran of wrestling joining the Performance Center. That's a very good thing indeed. WWE Backstage's host, Renee Young, uh, opened up in an interview about what it was like commentating on Raw alongside Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Uh, Renee Young said, I never felt comfortable doing that job. It was very stressful, to be completely honest. To go out there and call three hours of wrestling coming from my role backstage, I like to have more of a bubbly personality. And that was what fans had been drawn to on my, on my sarcastic side. It's hard to do that on commentary, especially when you've got Corey Graves, who is great 
great at that. But also, stepping in there as a third person, I'm used to being the A person. I'm trying to jump in there, and everything has kind of already been said. It was odd. I tried to come at it from a fan standpoint, but that doesn't always work. I felt misdirection about what my purpose was when I was out there. Well, she's in a much better role now, I do believe, that suits her, and it gives her more time and more focus to get her personality across. You see what I did to your people. Now wait and see what I do to you. January 5th at the Tokyo Dome. The Painmaker versus the Ace. It's going to be a classic match. It's also going to be your last match. Finally, two massive returns to New Japan over the weekend at their show Power Struggle. Not only did we see Chris Jericho appear on the big screen and throw down the challenge to Hiroshi Tanahashi for Wrestle Kingdom this year, but we saw a return that I must admit I wasn't sure if we would ever truly see again. Uh, as after Will Ospreay defended, uh, Bushi, defended his IWGP Junior Heavyweight title against Bushi, out came Hiromu Takahashi. He tore off his neck brace and charged down to the ring. He looked in fantastic shape. And he has challenged Will Ospreay to a match at Wrestle Kingdom. Just like that. 16 months since he broke his neck at the G1 special. He looks like he's in the best shape of his life. And I cannot wait to see Ospreay and Takahashi go at it at Wrestle Kingdom. That is going to be so good. That'll do it for you. Cultaholic Daily News Podcast for today. Check out on our YouTube channel the 10 grossest moments in wrestling history. Only do it once you've had your breakfast and if your stomach's not too bad today. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.